1: Hey everybody, this is Derek. Welcome to episode 11 of Backpacking Blisters. Carl, how? why don't you tell us about today's episode? Why don't you jump right in? This is a special episode. We're trying to still create the perfect backpacking trip. And this is our little, I guess, little tangent on the matter. So Carl, why don't you explain what today's about? Okay, so this is an episode called Can You Pass
2: the Derek and Carl Permit Test? And the reason why we entitled it that is because we, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago where we had like, all these questions kind of asked of us when we were getting our permit in Yosemite at the Yosemite Ranger Station. And we thought, man, it'd be cool if we could actually create a test where if you passed it, then that would like, enable you not to have to carry a bear canister because you would be proven like worthy. Worthy these,
1: right. Yeah. right. What a, what a load-off that would be, too. These
2: for packs. sure. Yeah. So so we're going to make this test, and, and you know what? Maybe we'll submit it to a ranger station or two or three and see what happens. That sounds good, man. Let's jump in. I'm ready. Yeah. Well, you know, before we jump in, i got a couple things for you. So oh. first of all, uh, I kind of I went on to our, our host site and, and was kind of just tracking where we're getting some downloads from, and we have kind of been growing the population of the Canadian listeners. So I just want to say, Hey, <laughs> Hey, I just want to say thank you for that. Um, because it's awesome to hear that, you know, or to know that Canadian listeners are listening and yeah, pretty excited about that. I'm um, actually excited to go backpacking in Canada. One of these days, there's a couple of parks on my life list. I want to hit.
1: Oh, Canada. I love <laughs> oh, it. Canada. I love it. Yeah. Dude, that's really cool to hear. Uh, go Canada. Rock and go roll. Canada. We'll keep putting out the stuff. I'm excited. This has been fun. So I'm glad people yeah, are no. responding well. And, and, Cana-
2: and Canada's not always on board with American stuff because, well, I don't know. That's You have to ask them. But can I tell you a quick story about that, actually?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
2: So when I was living in Australia for a year, every once in a while, I would get confused for a Canadian because there's a lot of Canadians that visit Australia. And so somebody would be like, hey, so are you from Canada? And I would say, no, I'm American. And then every once in a while, I would like be around a Canadian, and somebody would ask them if they were from America. And so they'd say, hey, are you from America? And they were like, no. Are you serious? No, I'm Canadian. <laughs> offended. <laughs> they are super offended. And I was How like, that's you. weird because, I mean – we
1: sort of sounds the
2: same or similar enough, or at least the people that were there did. I so that's uh yeah. you
1: know I think that might be just a bitter person. Uh, I Possibly. know quite a few Canadians, some in Manitoba, eh, and some in Quebec, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> awesome people, super hospitable. No,
2: they are super cool. It was just funny to, I mean they were super nice to me, but once they got called an American, it was like that was like calling them a name, and so. Um, I just appreciate that some Canadians are able to put their feelings for Americans aside and actually listen to a couple of them on a podcast. I mean, we're not all bad,
1: as far no, as I know. No,
2: mostly, but not all. Yeah. Right. So, and then another thing, too, is we actually have started to get some posts on the Facebook page, kind of reactions to some things we mentioned in the podcast and mm-hmm. some pictures we posted, including I put up Knowlton's uh, sailing photo, like what his, like, quote-unquote boat looks like. But uh, the, one of the reactions we got was from a listener named PJ familiar name there and yeah. he was wondering about uh kind of where the the toilet seat or the flushy award had been because in one of the pictures I had it draped over around my neck so <laughs> uh, to answer that question it had been in the basement for a year because I had to hang on to it for a year until the following trip but I think at one point it was used out in the wilderness as an actual toilet
1: seat <laughs> it was actually yeah I think yeah Do the germs die? Uh, I think they go dormant, but I don't know. Who knows? But I know that after I won it that year, I put it around my neck, and then you guys told me it had been used on the trip. Right. As it was around it. So that was exciting. Well, I had been talking about before then, so that was just a decision you made, I think. Well, you know, you have to embrace the moment. I think so. Live it up. Sometimes. But getting back to
2: today's episode, I'm actually really excited about this episode because... Just over the course of the first few episodes, I just realized that anytime we start throwing questions at you, Derek, you mm. we like we just don't know what you're gonna say, and you <laughs> you have some of the best and most ridiculous answers ever to some of these questions. And actually, I just want to give everyone like a, a quick listen to part of an episode that we cut out, the one that we had with things that go bump in the night with Knowlton. This is a part we cut out where you mm. were talking about bugs and what to do. If you like, discovered that you were sleeping like on an ant hill. I think one thing you didn't mention that it's a big time common problem, especially if you're sleeping outside, are ants. Oh, and one yes. of the the biggest, or I guess one of the biggest problems I ever had was ants. One of the first time I, was, I ever went camping, I was sleeping outside. I was in uh, Joshua Tree National Park, and I I think I had like two or three ant hills underneath my pad and did not know it. The obvious, so what's the obvious solution to that?
1: Uh, Dig out the animal, man. Or move (laughs) your... Just knock it down, burn it. Look, you know what? In the moment, you just grab whatever you can. I know it might just wake the beast of the entire colony, but you know what? I'm always at the ready with fire materials, and I just thought, you know, maybe if I dig them out... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe just light them on fire or something. Oh my, oh my god. Yeah. Like a
2: kid with a magnifying glass. Another thing too is, so we we always make a video of our backpacking adventures each summer, and I've been actually working on editing this this latest one. Um, I haven't actually checked to see if any of the listeners have have clicked on to ours, but hopefully you've checked out some of the old ones and uh, and yeah. seen that the things that we're talking about like have really yeah. actually happened. But um, anyway, in, in kind of checking over this one, you sort of made a comment about like you saw a black bear and like how to, how to determine a bear's age. And then I kind of, mm. I kind of asked you about that. And what you said was so like over the top wrong that <laughs>
1: <laughs> or original, original,
2: or, or, I guess, I guess what I'm asking right now is do I have your permission to include that in the video? Cause I don't want to like intentionally embarrass you.
1: Uh, I think if we make it like, what did I said? Something about the way it walks, right?
2: Yeah, and you also mentioned that it might, that it's it's old if the bear has, like, gray
1: fur. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they know I'm joking right? I don't, I don't know, um, know if they do, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Maybe, you know what, let me, I don't know. Shoot. Do I have your permission
2: to, to include
1: that? I don't It'll know. It'll
2: probably be in the credits scene, to be honest. Fine, whatever. Okay. It's fine. All right. I don't care. I like your confidence. I don't have that same self-confidence. I got, I
1: got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing Fair on. enough.
2: So anyway, the reason why I'm telling everybody this is because like, like we're going to go through this test, and I'm going to throw questions at Derek, and we're going to see what he has to say. So I'm actually really excited about this episode because we really don't know
1: how you're going to respond to some of these questions that might be seemingly obvious or basic. I'm going to pretend I'm a basic backpacker, though, not experienced. And I think this is your chance to really, you know... Get back at the backpacking ranger. I'm not getting world, back. I'm not trying to get
2: back. I just think it'd be cool if we could pass a test and then not to carry a bear canister,
1: or go through the kind of rigmarole of having having to watch a video too. Right, but the, the, but this is like your right. audition. You know, like if this goes well, you could submit this, and sky's the limit, buddy.
2: Yeah, you well, know, I'll tell you straight. Up, I don't think you're passing this test, so I don't know how we're gonna submit this.
1: I guarantee you, you you've rigged this so I will look like a total fool, which is fine. No.
2: I have not. I have not. These are, so we're going to start with legitimate questions they might ask you based upon like a a general permit. And these are questions that I got asked the last time I sort of got quizzed uh, for the permit. And then I'm going to add some questions that I think would reveal the likelihood that the person that's backpacking would know what they're doing and could appropriately behave in the wilderness without said bear cancer.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: So okay. if you're not on, if you, hey you you can give yeah. feedback. If you, if there's a question there that you are not on board with, you're like that is absurd or uh, you know inappropriate because you think nobody would know the answer. Just just let me know. Oh, we'll I'll, let you, you know. I'll, I'll yeah. let you know. I'll definitely. Okay, so I get. I'm
1: going to attempt to answer everything. So I
2: don't know if we're going to have a trivia question this episode because this is basically an episode that's a series of questions, and anybody who's listening can kind of like, I guess, mentally answer, or if they're with a partner, kind of verbally answer and, and try to feel challenged at the same time, which I think would be kind of
1: fun. This is more of so, a like Carl test, right? Yeah, kind of. He's testing the world of backpackers to see how knowledgeable. Kind of. That's fine. You can, throw, you can throw me under the bus. That's fine. I'm not, I'm just
2: asking you questions. You're th- I just, <laughs> I'm just making a prediction, and you're throwing yourself under the bus in the process. I'm going to try. All right. So go. I'm going to start off with, uh, like, six questions or so that are directly from permit regulations. Okay. So here we go. First question. Um, you have to camp about how many feet away from any water source or trail?
1: I believe I have been told one time it's at least 100 feet or yards. I don't know which one. I want to say okay. 100 feet.
2: Well, I'll give you or, a hint. I asked you how many feet you had to camp away from a source of water well, or trail. I don't know if
1: you're rigging the question. I, I, well, then I'll say 100 feet, but I think I want to say somebody tell me yards. That's kind of far. So let's let's go 100 feet. 100 feet is absolutely correct. Good job. Yeah,
2: a lot of these questions actually have to do with measurements or, or numbers here, and that and so. And are you kind of are you kind of sucking
1: me in with the easy stuff to make me look ridiculous? I don't
2: think that was easy. I think that for some because you don't typically get the permit, so I think somebody who doesn't get the permit or doesn't do doesn't kind of read up on on these general guidelines. I don't think that was an easy question. So I think this is a good start for you.
1: Oh wow, well I'm excited.
2: Yeah, I think you should be excited. Uh, next one: How deep do you have to bury your poop?
1: <laughs> I always love this question. Um, <laughs> how deep is it? Is it in inches or feet? <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell me that?
2: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, defer to Captain Obvious and say this is
1: something that that's a question you should know. It, how how <laughs> deep? It I, I want to say prefer... I want to say it's. I'm just guessing here. I could be a little off. I want to say it's like six to ten inches. Okay, I will give that to you because it's six inches. So if you're in the six okay. to ten
2: inch range, you would be correct if you're talking well,
1: feet. Well, I mean, like it's two feet. No, 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 no. I meant like six inches. Like it could be like a foot. I okay. don't know. Well, but what I'm saying is like if you have a giant poop, like you're gonna need to dig a little deeper. <laughs> you know. And I'm gonna throw this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out. What if you have? Okay, like this has kind of happened to me one time. Like what if you you have <laughs> let's just say the runs okay. and it comes out like how do you how do you prep for that okay so this
2: just specifies the depth it doesn't specify the diameter of the hole so i think okay. that you'd want to go wider if either of those scenarios happen but i have a, i have a rule of thumb for that
1: uh, Okay, uh, just, just imagine just imagine you're you're pooping in it like the maybe the size of your skull okay so maybe just the diameter of your skull okay and a little bit you know that so way the it's volume the same. But yeah,
2: that's kind yeah. of a gross thought to combine poop and skull together. I don't know that anyone's ever done it that is. before. But you're never going to forget, I'll tell you that much. I am not, and I might regret that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next time you go outside, you're going to think about it.
2: Okay. So so I guess my, my follow-up question to this, this isn't part of the test, is because we talked about, I don't remember when we talked about this, but you made a reference. Oh, this is during the shaving weight episode where you're talking about not bringing a trowel and you could use a pine cone to dig your hole so, yes. Can you, yes. you dig a six inch, six inch hole with a pine cone?
1: You can. Yeah, I've okay. done it. Well, if if the soil is agreeable. Fair enough.
2: enough. If it's not granite, for example.
1: Yeah, you know, a shrapnel looking rock is probably best, but for sure. pine, cone, okay. pine cone gets it done. All right.
2: You got to do what you got to do out there. All right. Next question true or false question? You are okay. allowed to wash dishes in a stream? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll I'll restate the beginning part of the question. This is a true or false question. Okay. False. All right. No is not one of the options. So you...
1: <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> we're going like that today. Huh? If this were a test, that'd be rude. well. Let me let me let me ask you a question because I know I'm going to say false. Obviously, I don't think you can wash dishes in the river, but I know they have like that. Don't they have like that environmentally friendly soap? They do. Dr. Bronner's biodegradable
2: soap. But right. you're still not, even though it's biodegradable, you're still not supposed to put it in the stream or the river, or whatever. I do not think so. Um, yeah, I do not think so. That being said, I would predict that about seventy percent of the people that backpack out there probably do that anyway, if there's a water source nearby. Yeah, yeah. But that's beside the point. You know, what, we'll get to we'll get to those uh, leave no trace guidelines later. I think that we could do a whole episode on that and kind of, yeah, I, th- I think there's some good stuff with that. But anyway, oh,
1: yeah, definitely. let's go on to
2: the next one. Can okay, so this is kind of a choice question about. Uh, toilet paper here so don't don't bring it let's assume don't that me. you do should <laughs> you carry out used toilet paper burn it or bury it with your poop
1: oh and there's one correct answer
2: right I mean I feel like right like what do what do most wilderness areas
1: prefer that you do out of all those three uh, I want to say they encourage you to take it with you and throw it out when you leave that's right or yeah, uh, secondary would be burn it. I guess if you had to, but that's there's yeah. no secondary. It was just carried out. Well, that being I said, mean, if,
2: I'm going to say 90 percent of the backpackers out there probably violate this one.
1: They, I think don't they bury it? A lot of people bury I it. I think
2: people do because they they feel like the toilet paper is biodegradable and they feel like it's just going to like blend into the soil eventually with their poop and um, that's, yeah. fertilize uh. the soil. Mm. But yeah. But yeah, hey,
1: you know what? That's why you bring a couple Ziploc bags, and uh, you don't have that problem. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm not gonna say whether we do that or not, but again, ninety percent. Ninety percent. All right, true or false? Again, ah. you have to find an existing fire ring to have a fire in most national parks. True.
1: That usually is usually, and I think a lot of people do actually say- follow that one. It's in general. Well, like we I like I've made a, f I've made a few of my own. I mean, if we're out in the middle of nowhere in Yosemite and you got you know, you actually gotta make one. Somewhere. Okay,
2: well that's this these are actually these regulations are taken from you, so if you want to admit that and we have a Yosemite Ranger listening and they wanna bring up in charges, mm. that's totally up to you.
1: Sweet. Okay. Yeah,
2: bring it up. So All right.
1: I'll take that to All court. Right, so,
2: <laughs> The reason why I chose Yosemite, this is the place we've gone to most often, and these are the one, these are the rules we personally have to abide by most often. This next one really only applies to uh, parks with um, higher elevations. So this might not really apply to... I mean, they might have different rules along these lines east of the Rockies, but...
1: Is is this the, like, what elevation are you not allowed to have a fire at? Yes, yeah, sure correct.
2: You knew the question. I don't You get a point for that, but that was a good job. <laughs> <Notice>
1: <laughs> point. Uh, I, you know, I honestly forgot the altitude where it's illegal. I want to say it was... Oh, in the range of, like, I don't know. Is it six to eight? Above eight? Above seven?
2: I feel like if I just am silent, you're just gonna keep on guessing different answers. 6,050? <laughs> Six, <laughs> 6, I don't know. I actually, I forgot. I don't know. Okay, so you're gonna say, see, so don't know this one. This is 9,600 feet. 9,000, okay. I yeah, was in so the yeah, yeah, you're gonna be pretty, be pretty high up, and I think most of the trails are under that elevation, but it does, it does go above there. All right, so this is the last one that's officially from the permit list. Um, I kind of skipped one on bear canisters because the thought is we wouldn't have to ask about those if you were so knowledgeable that you wouldn't you know, wow. have to be bring, one, bring one along. Wow. But this one is, well, this one's actually not from the list, but it's kind of from different regulations across the nation. Name one thing that is not allowed in the backcountry. Yeah, national park kind of areas.
1: I know, well, I don't know. I want to say guns, but I don't know if that's some part, like Glacier we could bring one. Um so that would be not a good answer. That is not a good answer. Let's, let's, let's. Can you not, I don't know. Have uh? I would say, what about a pet? Dog. Can you bring a dog? Uh, I'll,
2: I will take that answer, because that was actually on the list of things you're not allowed to bring with you. Okay. So that I makes... don't know if that's true in all national parks, but it was true in Yosemite, so I'll give it to you. Yeah. The answer I actually thought you were going to say, which is true in all of them, and a lot of wilderness areas, is the notorious drone. Oh, the drone. Yeah we'll drone we will talk about drones i think we've got an episode coming that i would love to call throwing rocks at drones mm. that's coming up at some point yeah drones yes. drones are good well or not so good depending upon your point of view but they we'll have they that.
1: have a i have a soft spot for drones <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. we'll we'll, we'll say we'll save some drone stories for for next time but um, let's move on to, okay, so that's the, that's the official permit part. Now we're kind of, uh, I've, I, I modified some of those questions, obviously, and I'm going to kind of go off that permit. Wait, so you're,
1: you're saying I don't have to bring a bear canister at this point?
2: I'm saying we're halfway done.
1: Oh boy. So yeah. now we're, are we really going to ramp up the cheesiness now?
2: Well, some of, yeah, probably. Okay, here we go. But these are questions that I came up with that I would, if I was, let's say, Ranger Carl, I would actually... Oh, wow ask these questions
1: these are gonna to be totally preposterous so,
2: no no no. there's all some right. good stuff here this is, there might be some preposterous all right
1: too. i'm ready i'm I'm glad you didn't tell me these I'm, let's okay see what happens here all we right. go so
2: uh first one i'm just gonna start off with like a scenario okay <laughs> so you <laughs> <laughs> you encounter a bear we'll say we'll say a grizzly bear it could be an you know, like Yellowstone, for example. You encounter yeah, a grizzly bear, and and you, no matter how much prep you've done, research you've done, y- your adrenaline is just going, mm. and you take off. What do you mean? It's like I just start running? You just start running. You just freak out. You take off. Now I know you're pretty cool. Backpack you're, you're, on? Is the backpack on? Um, let's let's say that you drop the pack and go. That's smart. I like All right. That so you got like you, your adrenaline is maxed out. Uh, you clearly have an inappropriate reaction here, and you're. You know, you're cool as a cucumber, but in this situation, for whatever reason, you freak out and okay. you take off.
1: I, am I a fast runner
2: in this scenario? You're as fast as me, how about that? Oh, so not that fast. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and the bear, the bear chases you. Okay.
1: Can you outrun the bear? <laughs> uh, no, I can't. Um, I think if... I would die, probably. I think the best option if i'm being if i'm already choosing to be that stupid to run i think i would attempt to find some type of tree even though they can climb trees and probably kill me anyway i think a tree (laughs) to to, i don't know to separate it i don't know that's probably what i would lean for or i would just jump in a river if there's one nearby or something if i'm gonna be that lame if i'm gonna like spray bear spray on myself and then do that that's probably
0: midway usa brand product designers have one straightforward goal Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure
2: on Fishing Booker. You know. if, if you know, spray bear spray, i tying into fools with bear spray. I like it. That's our last episode. All right. So just so you know, bears can run. Grizzly bears have been clocked at up to 40 miles per hour. Uh, yeah. over open ground it's just not gonna happen so, barely
1: barely faster than you though barely fast enough. get it barely you didn't see like, it
2: on there i like it wow. so anyway that's that was a scenario question next question is like a short answer question and we'll stick with the bear theme here since you're trying to avoid bringing a bear canister okay. can you name three non-food items that bears might get into
1: and should be stored appropriately toothpaste one deodorant Two. Um I'm gonna branch out here a little bit. I think this would qualify if it's like a like a cherry flavored, maybe like a chapstick or lip okay. lip yeah. balm. I'll go
2: with yeah, those. Although I feel like as a kid you probably ate some of that stuff. Didn't you just like bite into that good taste? Yeah, that was
1: more, you know, I was more into like glue, you know? Okay. Whiteout, glue. <laughs> whiteout. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> totally <laughs> totally oh, kidding. Man. Totally kidding. I did actually on a on a series now that we had kids that would, you know, they were all about white out and they would just Eat it? I thought they smelled they would it. Eat it and smell it and they would just go for it. Yeah. Okay. It was I was
2: into paste and I might you have taken pa- a Well, you yeah. ate paste? I ate some paste. That's messed as up. As a kid. Yeah. And I might have I might have had a couple bites into some some of that chapstick too. I think I sampled silly putty one time. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> play-doh probably too. Pl- definitely play-doh. <laughs> of course. So okay, so th- yeah, so those are good. Uh sunblock and uh, bug spray too would work as well those are those are oh, as yeah. well. that's a good one. yeah but no good answer so you pa- you got that one next question is you know like pretend i'm ranger carl i'm kind of checking things out i might just ask you kind of a super basic question like hey so you guys are going backpacking do you have a backpack or what kind of pack do you have with you
1: are you in the office or on the trail if i'm, you're, you're, if you're, I'm passing out the permit i'm in the office okay just making sure so maybe they should have asked that as a question, like, where am I? Well, I want to make sure, you know, maybe you have a llama or a horse and you're asking me, I don't know. You're not passing out permits on... You know, the what if I... Ugh, I can't get into the details of the higher level backpackers right now. Um, Okay, let's... let's so if Basically, I, here's the question. What kind of question. pack do I have? Yeah, do you have a fanny pack with you? <laughs> I see where this is going. Uh, do I have to tell you, like, the brand of backpack? I just want to
2: know if you or anybody in your group is bringing a fanny pack instead of a backpack.
1: Well, depends on what's needed. Uh, <laughs> are they trying to be lightweight? Uh, I'm going to say... You that, are failing this question right now. I'm going to say depending... Weather dependent is
2: my answer. Okay. okay. So that one's wrong. <laughs> and I think you sabotage yourself. So I think I would not have passed this test. That was,
1: that was intentional.
2: Back in 2005 or whenever we went, so...
1: You would have failed have that you. one for sure. I would have yeah,
2: except been like, no, nobody's bringing a fanny pack, and then we would have, you know, and then you would have mom. pulled that out of the trunk and I'd been like, whoa, I was wrong. What a genius! Yes, <laughs> that's not what I would have said.
1: <laughs> okay, next question. Here we go. What is a contour line? Contour line is a line on a map that might tell you types of topography or elevation. Wow. Uh, if, you know, how steep this hill up ahead might be or descent, et cetera, et cetera.
2: I'll, I'll give that one to you. It's kind of, it, just, it tells you the elevation between two lines. So the closer the contour lines, the steeper is, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But right. since I'm the guy usually holding the map and nobody else wants to look, I just
1: didn't know if you knew that question. What are you so, even talking about? I, lo- I look at the map all the time. Okay. I didn't last year, but I usually do. All right, my mistake. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, well right. I'll, I'll clarify. It's usually Yosemite because I have a Yosemite map, so. <laughs> so if you <laughs> have the map, you'll look at it. Well, I know you have one and I have one, so I usually end up looking at it quite a bit. And, gotcha. But if we, like, when we, you know, I didn't have one last year or the year before or whenever we went to, uh, what was it, Maroon Bells? I didn't have one there.
2: It's okay to get a map. I actually put that on the gear list is for somebody else to get a map, and they usually don't, but that's the safer way to go. You know
1: what? I am going to attempt to start doing that for you, because I think it's good to have
2: two maps. Yeah, and to learn how to read a map, too. Just when you kind of sit up high and you look down on places, you're like, there's
1: that, like, there's that. Like, what are these... Well, yeah, and exact it's fun learning how to read the map too, I think too, because you can easily miscalculate like where you are if you're like, "Oh, it's probably just around this corner here and you know it's right on the map, it looks pretty close and if you know if you're not really under you know sure how to do that
2: yeah and I, and I will I will admit that I'm good at reading a map, good at navigating, but there's still times I'm just really bad at estimating like how far we've gone. Like when you got us lost on the Red Peak Pass trip last right, night. Right, which right, which is years ago now, but thanks for bringing that uh,
1: up. Yeah, you know,
2: It's still pretty fresh in my mind. Fair enough. Well, let's, let's jump into the next one. What is the safest place in a lightning storm? <laughs> Under a tree? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um,
1: holding, a spoon. Let's
2: <laughs> holding a spoon. Or your trekking pole. Uh,
1: in the river. Um, trek, <laughs> trekking. Actually, we did. Rocky and I had a lightning... Uh, hit the ground uh, probably 100 yards 100 eh, maybe a little <laughs> bit less than that I want to say 100 feet you still don't know your yards and feet yeah feet is it feet not, are okay. you know it was we saw it hit the ground it was pretty crazy
2: okay so where am I again am I out in the open so <laughs> we'll assume you're in the mountains and you you might have some forest around you you might have some exposure around you you might have some water sources around you you might have a a
1: hunk of abandoned metal next to you and <laughs> <laughs> Clearly I would go to the metal. No, I think I would go, I think I would lean away from trees and metal and probably I would prefer like an open space other than trees and metal. Okay. So what are you doing in that open space? Curling up in a fetal position? Praying? I don't know. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. If
2: you crouch down, you're supposed to crouch down away from trees and high points and kind of create less
1: surface area for your body. So that's good. I'll take that. If if I had a lot of meat that day, obviously my iron content has increased. (laughs) So I might be more attracted to. Right.
2: Right. That's good. (laughs) All right. uh, Next question is a true or false question. And this might sound like a silly question to you, but this is a legit question that some people genuinely struggle with. Okay. I feel pressured. I feel this one's pressured. Okay, go ahead. True or false. Anytime you're going uphill, you're heading north.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you think about this for a while or what? I got a story for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's great.
2: And conversely, when you're going downhill, of course, you're heading
1: south. (laughs) I can't even answer this one. It's just like, oh, my gosh. That's awesome. So what are you going to get with? I'm going to just say no. I'm say no. <laughs> That's not accurate.
2: Okay. So again with the doesn't know how to work true and false. Okay, false. 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 Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Oh you would miss so, so many okay. questions on my test in my class for just not following the direction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, I got a little, a little deterred okay. with that.
2: So there was a um, – I was actually at a REI – clinic where i was learning about how you can kind of go winter hiking to these huts this is before we actually did a hut trip and the guy that was in charge like he went to these huts all the time and he said that one time a group showed up to his hut and his hut was full and you're supposed to pay for the hut and you have a permit for it and he's like well you, like are you sure you have the permit for the right hut he's like yeah like how else would we find this hut out here in the wilderness in the middle of wintertime and then the guy looks at the permit, and he was at the wrong hut. And the guy's like, well, how did you go to the wrong hut? Did you follow the map? And again, he was like, yeah, I was navigating. And he, was, he, he told the guy that he thought when you went uphill, it was north, and when you go downhill, it was south. And that's how they got to the wrong hut. So they got to oh, a hut, though. Wow. Like, they could have been out there and not found anything because they're not near each other all the time. So that was lucky they found one because the guy was nice to me. He like, yeah, just stay here wow. for a we'll, we'll figure out something. But um, people believe that. There's people that genuinely believe that out there.
1: That's scary, though. For sure.
2: So, But thankfully, not you. All right, I've got a couple more questions here, and then we'll see how you shake out. How
1: okay. long do yeah. you
2: have to hike before you should be allowed to take your pack
1: off and rest? Oh, yeah. This is uh, an age-old question with our group. Like, uh, day one, obviously, not, you know. Who is the weakest link?
2: Um, day one, you just started the trip.
1: How long do you minimum have to go? Yeah, before it's like, not you know frowned upon before you're so you're like not mocked if you take it off basically okay um i want to say i want to say at least the i want to say at least the four to five mile mark (laughs) <laughs>
2: what? okay i think you okay i'm gonna say no on that one i'm gonna th- over
1: overachie- i'm yeah, overachieving. i
2: think especially if you're hiking like up a mountain or up over a past um where a lot of trailheads you start, said you just started the trail like where are we starting yeah, well i didn't tell you that i'm just saying in general i think i think if you go
1: you gotta go at least a mile don't you think so you're giving me like a general like, this literally could be anything what if it was flat land you, you would say like three miles yeah, I think, yeah, depending on the territory for sure.
2: So it's a, let's
1: just admit it's a trick question. Let's just submit that. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I, just think, I, I just don't think if, if somebody's going
2: under a mile, if they answer that question, they're under a mile regardless of the terrain, I think, like, if you want to stop and rest, it's fine, but if you're going, like, pack off and you haven't hiked a mile yet, either okay. your trip is really short, you have kids with you, or you need to
1: buck up, friend. I think if you have kids, obviously, there is no, there is no... You know, any distance is correct. Um, I think without kids, yeah, I'd say at least a mile. I'm thinking like a bunch of guys together is kind of under this scenario. I, I guess I should have specified. All right, I'll throw
2: that question out. That's a bad question. Final question I've got for you is, this This again has to go with the bear since we're trying to avoid having the bear canister. And this has to go with, if we avoid having the bear canister, then you got to hang your food. And the hang of the food typically involves tying like parachute cord or something um, around a rock and throwing the rock up over a tree limb right right or over a wire if there's a park that has wires set up for you which is which is cool of them yeah so my question is going to be multiple choice and the question is who gets to throw the rock with the cord to set up the bear bag (laughs) all right so multiple choice and there is a right and wrong answer here and i can prove it (laughs) all right a a is anybody (laughs)
1: <laughs> and
2: B. Somebody with previous throwing experience, like as in a sport, hmm. or C. The newest packer, so that they can contribute something to the
1: group. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say B is the a legit answer, but C is always fun. Okay. Well, I don't know what how you determine fun, but I can tell you that we
2: were in a known bear area. And I was with a guy who I did not realize had no sports experience, or at least that's what it looked like after he threw his rock. And so he threw the rock and it went sort of straight up and then kind of curled backwards behind him. And (laughs) it landed, first of all, it kind of hurt somebody, but it landed on the handle of a pan that another guy had brought and had been bringing this pan for like forever. So it was like sentimental to him. And it just like shattered the handle. What? And, yeah, really? so he, and so the guy wow. handled it well. He was he was a nice guy, but I was like, wow. Like, not only – like, it's okay to miss. Like, if you miss a tree limb, it's fine, especially for some over a high tree limb. But to throw it, like, straight up and have it go behind you was so ridiculous that I thought, wow. we need to have some criteria for this.
1: That's that's a good point. I, I Yeah, I retract C. I think B, for sure. Okay. You don't want to get injured. You know, you don't want somebody – Sometimes that rock gets away from you, you know what I mean? Or, or maybe they misjudge the weight of the rock and they think, right. "Oh, I could throw it," you know, "This is too big." Right, right, right.
2: So, anyway, so I'm gonna re- so this, this is that's kind of the end of the test, and I think that you know what? I think you passed, man. Dude, I definitely passed. Yeah, I
1: definitely passed. You
2: answered way better than I thought you would. Uh-huh. So, congratulations. And so, uh, of course, I got to bring in my Bible verse for the episode, and I've got John six five and six, when Jesus is testing Philip about how to, or where they're going to get all their food to feed the 5,000 people. And mm. he sort of asks, or he doesn't sort of ask, he asks, where shall we buy bread for all these people to eat? And he's expecting Philip to answer like, Lord, like, you know, we have faith in you. You will provide, or, or the Lord, will, you know, God the Father will provide. He does not answer correctly. But it's one of those questions like, if you understand the circumstances around you, then you will know the answer to the question. And so it was because they didn't quite get who Jesus was that he didn't get it right. But relating it to, to, to backpacking here, I think that you would have passed the test.
1: I like to think so. You know, I like to think so. I think Jesus would yeah. appreciate, you know, the tactics for bearing poop and, and everything, really. I mean, I, I, all of it applies. And uh... They didn't really talk about that in the Bible, whether
2: they, yeah, because they were sort of like, on their own journeys and stuff, but
1: what you know, at some point they had to bury it. You know, they just to leave it out on the trail. And that's a that's a practical.
2: That's more, yeah, it's more history for that time. We don't know the protocol for poop back in the day, but that's a good question. And I like that you you brought it back to poop. I like that's that's the most important takeaway you have from all this.
1: It's a it's a human nature bodily function. You know, it's important. You want to okay. keep your body clean, and you got to get that junk out. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> okay. well, dude, I, I enjoyed said- the quiz, man. I was a that was a challenge of all kinds. And uh, I'm glad I uh, couldn't leave my bear canister in the car. Uh, I I think you can, and I think guys, today's been real. We got deep, we got invasive, and we passed the uh, ridiculousness of Carl's test. So uh, thanks for joining me. Hopefully, you guys had fun. Um, and. Uh, I want to encourage you guys to hit that subscribe button, leave us your comments, your stories, anything you guys want to hear about, a topic that is of interest to you, a story that uh, happened to you, leave it on the Facebook page. We'd love to mention it in the uh, upcoming episodes. And uh, Carl, what are we going to talk about next, uh, next episode? Okay, so we talked about, we kind of referred to the drone thing. That's, that's going to come up
2: here in a few episodes, and I'm excited about that one. But the, for the next one, this one I think is going to be really intriguing, especially to you. This one is called Hiking for Buried Treasure. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not referring to geocaching. We might mention geocaching.
1: Yeah, but it was not
2: geoca- we're not going to tell geocaching stories about finding like a Starbucks card in an old tin can.
1: I think Knowlton's going to be very disappointed by that. He's a big mm-hmm. geocacher.
2: Maybe we could do a quick... We'll, we'll let him tell a geocaching story in his, on the next episode if that's desired, but mm. I have a feeling it's not.
1: Well, anyway, guys, uh, thanks again, and uh, remember it's not backpacking unless there's a few blisters on I want to fly around the world. Hey Carl, I got a question for you, your little test. Can you backpack without shoelaces? Think about it. Chew on that. What's that? Oh no, you're... Oh, your campsite's 99.5 feet away from the stream, not 100? Oh, I guess that's a ticket. I guess that's a ticket. We'll see you back at the station. Don't
0: miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.